It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We said four quarters, all gas, no break. You guys did that today. Hell of a job. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. We're going to do it. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. You will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast in the state of Wisconsin and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how the Green Bay Packers are your number two seed in the NFC and were a half a yard, maybe less, away from being the number one overall seed. The Seattle Seahawks not able to come back and beat the 49ers in Seattle on Sunday night, but Green Bay was able to come back and beat the Detroit Lions 23-20 to in Detroit in a game that, for much of the first half and, frankly, for much of the game, looked like it was the Detroit Lions to lose. And over the course of the season, Green Bay was beating the Lions for precisely zero seconds and yet comes away 2-0 and against the division rival. They sweep the NFC North There are so many things to talk about when it comes to this game, and we're going to get to all of them. I want to start here with a little bit of big picture conversation because what happened on Sunday did not inspire confidence. Aaron Rodgers has his worst completion percentage in the first half, uh, tied it for his career. Green Bay's offense was a mess because, precisely because, Aaron Rodgers could not hit receivers even when they were open this was not a matter of players not finding their way into Rodgers view it was not a problem of not having enough playmakers it was not a problem with play calling it was a problem with Aaron Rodgers not hitting open receivers and yet in the second half he found a way he played much better in the second half hit a number of difficult and adversity plays, including the two touchdowns that ultimately got the Packers back in this game. There is no more conversation worth having about the Packers winning ugly. That is the main takeaway from this game. Yes, this was an ugly game. Yes, Green Bay played poorly for much of the contest. None of that matters now. None of it matters because Green Bay is 13-3. and 
Green Bay is the NFC North Division champion. They are a first-round by playoff team, and that has broad implications for the NFC playoff race. None of the close game stuff matters. And and I didn't think the Seahawks were a great team, but then there they were on the last couple plays of the game with a chance to knock off the team that I thought was the best team in the NFC and arguably the best team in the NFL. If you go back now to 2002, 26 of 34 teams to play in the Super Bowl have been by teams. And the last six Super Bowl champions have featured both teams with bye weeks. So regardless of what you think of this team, regardless of what anyone thinks of this team, Green Bay has the opportunity now to win one game to go to the NFC Championship. And right now that team looks like it's going to be the New Orleans Saints. Now we know San Francisco is the number one overall seed. Green Bay is the two seed in the NFC. The Saints are the three. The Eagles are the four. And the wild cards are Seattle and Minnesota. Seattle is the five seed. They're going to go to Philadelphia. And the Vikings are the six seed. They're going to go to New Orleans. And if if that plays out to form, or even if it doesn't, Minnesota, as long as Minnesota loses, Green Bay will get New Orleans. Because they're the three, and no matter what happens in that 4-5 matchup, that team is going to travel to San Francisco, assuming Minnesota loses. So that leaves Green Bay set to host a Saints team that many, including me, think is a straight-up better team. But Green Bay is playing at home. Green Bay is 7-1 at home this season. In the NFC, that is the best home record not just of any playoff team, of any team in the conference. If you don't think that matters, I just gave you the history to why it absolutely does matter. So Green Bay getting this by wipes away any questions about winning ugly, wipes away any questions about this team's ability to beat good teams or to play a complete game. None of those things matter now because Green Bay got a de facto first-round playoff win by beating the Lions, and they will host the division round game. This also sets up the opportunity for Seattle, if they go in and beat Philadelphia on the road in a game where Philadelphia is going to be down a, a bunch of their key playmakers, for Seattle to go in, beat Philly, and get a rematch with San Francisco a team that they are absolutely not afraid of. And although the Seahawks have not been a great team, they were 4-4 and at home this year. 10 of their 11 wins were single-score games. I said on Twitter, I felt like if there was a fake contender in the NFC, it wasn't the Packers, it was the Seahawks. Because all they did was win close games late and get lucky. Green Bay won a lot of close games, but they won a lot of close games by a touchdown or more, and they were leading most of those contests, whereas Seattle was just the opposite. They were coming back to win these games. But more to the point, none of it matters. None of it matters now because Green Bay is going to host the divisional playoff round. Now, you go back to 2011 when they did that, and they were a flawed team, and they got beat by the Giants. 
This team is not that team. This team is more balanced. Aaron Rodgers was playing at a much higher level than he is now, but that team had no run game and they had a historically bad defense. This version of the Green Bay Packers is not that one. They are balanced offensively. They are balanced offensively and defensively when you think about a team that way, and they can go up against anyone in the NFC. Now, this does mean that in an NFC Championship game, they would have to go to San Francisco, assuming that they won their divisional game. But as I just pointed out, they could lose to Seattle. And that would set up an NFC Championship game where Green Bay would host at Lambeau Field. No, the game against Detroit wasn't pretty, and we're going to spend plenty of time talking about it. We're going to spend essentially the rest of the show talking about it, in fact. And... It does matter how the team played because it is the game before they go into the playoffs. But remember, think back to that 2011 team where Aaron Rodgers didn't play in the finale and Matt Flynn set a Packers record for touchdown passes and Green Bay beats the Lions when they're trying to go into the playoffs with some momentum and they're trying to get a win on the road against a division rival with a backup quarterback and nothing to play for. And yet, In that divisional round, it didn't matter how well they played. We have a lot of evidence over the course of the NFL's history that says late season momentum is really not particularly useful. In fact, week 17 is not a useful indicator when it comes to projecting forward momentum, assuming you believe in such things. So Green Bay goes out and they play their best game on Monday. They beat down the Vikings. The defense dominates. Aaron Rodgers, the quick passing game is working, and they they have some unfortunate turnovers, or that game is 31-0, and they just beat down the Vikings. Okay, maybe not 31-0, but that game is very different. And then they come out, and they do just enough. Bill Simmons calls this the Milton Berle. You pull out just enough to win the contest. You get the first round by. And this team continues to believe it can win any game at any time. Did it come out with intensity? No. Did they come out with as much fight as the Lions? No, they didn't. Did they come out and match the intensity of Detroit? No, they didn't. But in a playoff game on the road against a very good team, against a much better team, a team that they took seriously on Monday night, we saw them get to that intensity level. We saw them lay that part of it on the line. And that is an indication that Green Bay, when required, can get to that intensity level and can can get a key win against a good team. Green Bay did enough, especially in the second half. Rodgers gets hot, the defense gets key stops, and all of a sudden the final stats look much more in favor of Green Bay than they had you know, first quarter, second quarter. Green Bay has found ways to win this season, And all the close game conversation, all the win-ugly conversation, none of it matters now because the die is cast. It's over. The seedings are in. Green Bay is the two seed. They're a first-round bye team. And any team that wants to beat Green Bay in round two is going to have to come to Lambeau to do it, to face this defense, to deal with this running game, and to to handle guys like Devontae Adams. Alan Lazard is coming on. And they've got enough playmakers to beat these teams. They just needed to win, and they got a win. 
And speaking of looking forward to 2020, especially January of 2020, if you're like the rest of us, I bet you're looking into the new year thinking about what you didn't get around to in 2019, your goals for the new year. If you want to work toward being your best self in 2020, understand more about the world around you and make sure that your time is well spent. That means learning more about Blinkist. Blinkist is for anyone who cares about learning but doesn't have the time. Blinkist takes the key insights from over 3,000 nonfiction bestsellers in over 27 categories and condenses them down into 15-minute blinks, which are texts and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas for the book. Use blinks to get into a topic quickly. Find new topics to grow from or figure out which books you want to spend more time reading or listening to completion. With Blinkist's high-quality audio features, you can jump right in on the go during your commute at the gym or even download to listen offline. Look, we're all busy, and everyone is looking for those shortcuts to learn more to get better Blinkist offers you that opportunity. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer for our listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash locked on to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash locked on to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. That's Blinkist.com slash locked on. Today's episode of Locked on Packers is also brought to you by DoorDash. Long day at work, tough day at school, still stuck at the office. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurant come to you with DoorDash. Your sweatpants are on for the day, but you're sick of microwave leftovers and frozen pizza. Enter DoorDash, restaurant quality food with a living room dress code. Your parents don't pack your lunches anymore, but you still need to eat. Have your favorite restaurants brought to you with DoorDash, brown paper bag, not included. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city and ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities, so you might just find a new favorite too. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code Locked On. The Packers always say they don't apologize for these close wins. Other teams had the opportunity to get them. Seattle lost last week to a mediocre to bad Arizona team, got worked by the Cardinals. And it removed their opportunity to play for a first-round bye on Sunday against the 49ers. The Patriots on Sunday at home against the Miami Dolphins, a team that isn't trying to win. They can't get a win. Green Bay shouldn't be apologizing for beating a team like the Lions the way that they did. It is hard to go on the road and win in the NFL. And I understand that it wasn't pretty. The aesthetics were not as favorable as what New Orleans, for example, did going in and just lighting up the Panthers. Or even the 49ers going on the road and beating Seattle with the number one seat on the line. It's not the same, but The outcome for Green Bay is the same as what San Francisco did. And if Seattle had executed just slightly better, just slightly better, if they don't get called for a ridiculous, 
horrible atrocity of a delay of game penalty at the one-yard line. They probably punch it in, they win the game, and San Francisco is going to Philadelphia in round one on the road as a wild card, and if they want to go to the Super Bowl, they have to win three straight games on the road to get there. They didn't do that. They were able to win. They found a way at the end of the game, thanks in large part to Seattle screwing it up to get a victory. That is what Green Bay has done over and over and over this season. And it's not just fluky. It's not just late game stuff. Plenty of other teams had the opportunity to win enough games to get a first round bye. And they couldn't do it. New Orleans had the opportunity to win enough games to jump the Packers or to win the right games to jump the Packers. They couldn't do it. The Cowboys had every opportunity to win these close games and I know close games, I say it all the time, they're fluky and they're it's not a sustainable way to win, but you watch the Cowboys and you go over and over and over, that team finds a way to lose rather than finding a way to win. It is not just true of this team, it has been true of this team forever and they needed to be perfect a few years ago in 2016. They needed to be perfect that season to be as good as they were. They needed to be perfect because someone like Jason Garrett is just such a bad coach, frankly, that you have to be perfect to overcome that. And in the playoffs, they ran into a buzzsaw, Aaron Rodgers, red hot. There is no team like that in the NFC this year. There is no player like that, although Drew Brees, I would say, is close. And maybe Drew Brees can come to Lambeau in the cold and the snow and win a game. More power to him if he can do it. If he does it, he deserves it. Green Bay cannot apologize for this because plenty of other teams had the opportunity to do it and they couldn't get it done. Even the dynastic Patriots lost the game at home in embarrassing fashion, frankly, to a team that's not trying to win games. I mean, things could be a lot worse. You could be the Browns and and trying to win, and you can't beat the worst team in football. You could be the Steelers trying to get into the playoffs against a team that has all of its starters rested and get absolutely boat raced. Green Bay has found ways to win this season. And even though it may not be a sustainable long-term solution, or, or certainly not a sustainable long-term reflection of this team's quality, no one thinks this team is 13-3 and three quality. They aren't. They're not a 13-3 and three team. But they're probably an 11 and 5 team, certainly a 10 and 16. They're a double digit win team. They're a playoff team. They deserve to be playing in January for a shot at the Super Bowl. And if they get hot, Dan Orlovsky tweeted this after rewatching the game. Said if there's if there's a quarterback who can get red hot, it's Aaron Rodgers. He made a number of high quality throws. I felt the same way in the second half. Rodgers played really solid football. And if that's the Rodgers Green Bay gets, they can beat anyone. I mean, Rodgers finishes 27 of 55, 323, two touchdowns and a pick. It's not a great quarterback rating. It's not a great yard per attempt. QBR sucks. He only took the one sack. The one interception, which, by the way, ended up being an arm punt and was was really fine. Interestingly, uh, the one time he underthrew a receiver in this game, Jay Kumaro had a step. If Rodgers lays it out there, it's a touchdown probably. And the game goes a lot differently. Maybe maybe Detroit has time to march down and, and get the game back in, in their hands. Aaron Jones, 25 carries, 100 yards. 
was not great on the day, but had the big play on the final drive. 31-yarder on a screen pass to set up the game-winning field goal. The defense didn't play great, but they played well enough. David Blau had a terrible day, 12 of 29 for 122 and a pick. A quarterback rating under 40, a yard per attempt average at 4.2. Blake Martinez comes up with the huge interception. This was a game about redemption for the Green Bay Packers. Not just redeeming the game. Mason Crosby redeems himself in the place where he missed approximately 11 field goals last year, plus a PAT. He kicks the game winner after missing a field goal earlier in the game. This is redemptive for Blake Martinez, a player who has been a whipping boy of Packer fandom over the course of the last few seasons. And this was redemptive for a Green Bay Packers team that fired its Super Bowl winning head coach last offseason. A team that often came out flat and came out lifeless. Not in a position to be prepared to win, not in a position from an energy and verve standpoint like they want to win. And they kept fighting. The last three years, Green Bay has played Detroit in Week 17 with nothing on the line, including 2019, in terms of playoff spots. Spots. Green Bay already had a playoff spot sewn up in this game. The last two years, neither team really had anything to play for, and Detroit had taken it to Green Bay. 2017 was Brett Hundley. 2018 was Aaron Rodgers for a little bit before he gets knocked out with a concussion. Deshaun Kaiser comes in, and in each of those games, the Lions roll. It looked to be another one of those games. This is after decades of dominance. Remember all those records Green Bay hadn't lost to to Detroit at home in years. I mean, it was like 20-plus years when, when they finally beat the Packers at Lambeau. This was a team the Packers owned, and yet all of a sudden, they couldn't get a win. And with a third-string quarterback, the Lions were winning into the fourth quarter, deep into the fourth quarter. The fourth, About half the fourth quarter spent tied, but still, Green Bay did not play well in this game, and yet they found a way to win. And I keep using that phrase, but it is the phrase. It is the phrase. It is the operative phrase of 2019 because Green Bay has found over and over again ways to win. And for much of the season, it has been get out to a hot start and hold on. This was a game where they had to come back. And the Eagles game was the only game where Green Bay blew an early lead. They only had three losses all year. And in the other two losses, they were they were jumped on early. They looked bad early. They looked flat. They looked frankly, the way that they looked in this game early on. And if the Lions had been a better team, they would have been up more than 17-3 at half, and they would have taken full advantage of the Packers' lack of intensity, lack of execution, of Aaron Rodgers' misthrows over and over and over. And we're going to have plenty of time to talk about what's this, what this means for Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay's succession plan, such that you think that's something we need to talk about there, there are plenty of opportunities in the offseason for us to have those discussions. We don't need to have them now. That's not part of what we need to do here in Week 17. The Packers won the game. They are the two seed. And at this point, that is all that matters. 
you can say, oh, I don't think they look like a two seed. That's fine, but that's what they are. And you can say, oh, they didn't beat the Lions by double digits, and so they're not as impressive as they should be. That's fine. There are plenty of other teams that have had opportunities to win games like that and didn't do it. Green Bay did it. They kept fighting. It is reflective of a spirit that this team has that not every Packers team of the last few years, unfortunately, has had. This team has it. And their opportunity now to take advantage of that, to take advantage of all the work that they've put in for everything that has culminated in them having the opportunity to have a home playoff game in round two and being one win away from the NFC Championship game, albeit a potential rematch with the 49ers in a place where they got walloped the last time. What happened in Week 17 is not going to have any bearing on what happens in the playoffs. So all that matters now is that Green Bay won. It doesn't matter how they won. All that matters is they won. One, if if the two games had been flipped, think about this. If Green Bay beats Detroit in Week 16 and then in Week 17 destroys the Vikings as thoroughly as they did on defense in Week 17, how much different would you feel about this team? And what I'm telling you is NFL history tells us it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter A team like Green Bay has the horses to go into the playoffs and win any game it plays if they play their best football. They just have to do that. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich thanks to Dave's killer bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread for a reason it tastes so stinking good dave's killer bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-gmo ingredients and is power packed with whole grains fiber and protein visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for dave's killer bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store hey listen up FanDuel fantasy players your day is about to get 20 percent better this is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats. You can pick from main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. And there's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel and that's what I love about it. Experience season long wins without the season long waits. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. 
Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow. A little bit different schedule this week because there is no opponent Wednesday, no scouting report on Thursday. So my goal is to bring in some some more voices, some interviews, uh, maybe get a feel for what's going on around the league and take a broader look at what's going on with the playoffs as the Packers get the week off. Uh, I don't get the week off because on Friday I'm doing a live show in which I have lost the bet. When I made this bet, I did not think the Packers were going to go 13-3. and I did not think they were going to get a first-round bye. But because they did, I will be doing our Periscope show with a full-on Sam Elliott tombstone mustache, at least as best as I can conjure for that show. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Check out our Periscope show live on Friday. We're still going to do that. Take your questions. Get set for Wild Card Weekend. The Packers are off, but we are on to make sure that you are still engaged in what's going on because the Packers opponent is going to play on Wild Card Weekend. We got to be ready for that. So that is part of what I want to do to get set here is have some discussions about those teams as we get set for Packers and TBD. Packers, TBD in two weeks. TBD is a difficult opponent to pin down but we are going to do our best. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. You will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.